0: Bonjour. Uh, G'day. Hello. Uh, Bonjour. How bad was my French? Um, We are talking about the French Warhammer community and I have um, some very special guests. This episode has been delayed one or two months and uh, it's good to finally have Sam from the Squig Herd. We have Clement as well and we are talking all things French. We're talking cheese. We're talking wine. We're talking uh, Eiffel Tower. What else are we talking about? Everything is not Warhammer. Baguettes, of course, baguettes.
1: <laughs> you know, you, you forgot the most important thing.
0: <laughs> well, well, well. You said that you were going to bring the baguettes, um, and where is it, Sam? Yes,
1: I, I have to admit, I asked my grandma to give me uh, my. Uh, Uh, His father Barrett and uh, she didn't find it so that I just uh, skipped the fact to bring uh, a little baguette
0: (laughs) Um, I'm actually really excited as well because uh, I think this time last week we had um, Eurovision I don't know if either of you are big fans on Eurovision and France almost won it Um, And I am very unhappy right now because Malta got cheated from the audience um i think the audience we were doing really well malta and then the audience vote was not very good so um you almost won we almost won but it was italy in the end
1: yes but <laughs> i think that in case of france it was such a long time that we were not even close to win it That it's a kind of win <laughs> so close
0: but we are talking warhammer in france um before maybe I get into, you know, a little bit about the community and, and understand, um, for anyone as well who's in the French community or is even interested in French content, I would highly recommend um, the Squig Herd. That's right, the Squig. Yes. The Squig <laughs> Herd, who does awesome um, content that is... Innate. Was it most of your content, if not all of your content, is in French?
1: Yes, all of the content is, is in French, yes. That's the first time... I'm not speaking in French on YouTube.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually looking for some of the, your English-speaking language, uh, English-speaking videos. But um, we've also got Clement as well. Clement, hello. Yes,
2: hello everyone.
0: Nice to meet you. Um, Clement's on a little bit of a delay, so if he happens to like mm. take a second, uh, there's there's a bit of a delay between Australia and. Scotland. Where, where Wherever <laughs> you? I'm. <are. laughs>
2: I'm. I'm from, I'm, uh, I'm from Vincennes. It's near Paris. So uh, I don't know what I'm lagging right now, but I will do my best to fix it during the live. <laughs> it's all right. We're, we'll we'll talk about cheese. We'll talk about grapes.
0: We'll talk about. Um, by the way, I've been to France, and um, I it was interesting. And I don't know. I don't know how you feel about this, but. Um, when I went over to Paris, um, I got warned by a lot of people that, you know, um, French people aren't very nice and it's very rude um, and I heard these bad things. And I'll be honest, I didn't see that at all. Um, and I think part of the reason, and I don't know if this is a little secret you guys can talk to me about, but I tried to speak a little bit of French. Like, I I would try to at least say, you know, hello, please, thank you. You know, some of the very generic things. And, like, Mm -hmm. once the people would realize that I'm trying, not getting very far, they would then speak English. But I've heard rumors that if you go to Paris or France and you just start speaking English, they'll pretend not to hear you. Is that true?
1: The the fact is that uh, it's really appreciated that you try uh, speaking French because, to be honest, uh, the language is very, very, very hard. So hard that uh, it's not easy for French people, even to French people, to speak uh, properly French. So see, uh, as a a guy coming from Australia, you try speaking French, it's really appreciated, yes. Uh, The truth
2: is, um, people in France are are in a rush, especially in Paris, and since we are very bad at English, when someone <laughs> tries to speak English to you, um, you are either confused, or you just don't know what you just said. I, I, I was blown away.
0: So if anyone has the opportunity to go to France, um, and obviously I'm conscious of borders and all that stuff right now. And let's pretend we're in a new world. Um, I would love to come back. Um, I was surprised how much I enjoyed it. Um, the, the, the French breakfast, um, going in and getting like a bit of, what, what was the French breakfast? I, you would get coffee, you get some orange juice, you get a croissant, yes. you get some, uh, Baguette. baguette. And yes. Is that it?
1: Not, not wine. No. <laughs> no, no, yeah, no, so- no. Why? <laughs> But,
0: a bit of fruits? Di- yeah, yeah, sometimes Confiture? A bit of
1: How do we say how do we say it? Um uh, marmalade. Marmalade yes, exactly. Yes,
0: yes. I I would have just like butter, but um
1: sometimes some eggs. No, that's not that's not.
0: But, but <laughs> uh, what, what surprised me was was it was dinner, But you know you you, you walk around Paris um, which was where I spent most of my time. Um you walk around Paris and people have like a baguette in their backpack and they're just eating their <laughs> bread all day. And then at <laughs> night, at night in the park, you buy some meat, you buy some cheese, you buy some wine and people just eat their dinner snacking in the park. Um, exactly. And I, Because you're eating all day, but you're only eating very small <laughs> amounts. Like you're always snacking um, as opposed to having like really big meals. Is that is that true? Is that like, cause that was what I experienced when I was in France.
1: Um, oh. I think that b- both are true that <laughs> we do some big dinners and we eat all the time. <laughs> that's because of the baguette. And uh, yeah, as you say, we just bring baguette, cheese, wine, and uh, we have everything we need. <laughs> it
0: was so good. It was so good. And I, I, I hope f- people are excited to go to France. Sorry, Clem, what are you going to say?
2: But, uh, regarding the meals, it could be true that during uh, work hour, you know, people are eating less. But for my case, I'm a big diner team. So I can assure you <laughs> that French people have uh, a lot of, uh, of food during uh, during meals, especially at night. And uh, yes, that's all. No, no, it's
0: great. And it's actually funny because um, when I originally organized this video for, I think we were going to do it around February or March. Um, the boys sent me a whole bunch of photos and it was interesting when I went through the photos and I'm going to bring them up very soon as we talk through the French Warhammer community. But a lot of your photos that you you shared with me has food involved. Your events have catering and and, and your community members organizing food there was just like, and it kind of reminded me of France, and it kind of felt very unique, um, at least in that shared experience of not just playing Warhammer, mm. but bringing people together, eating, spending time. Um, and I'll bring the I'll bring up the photos very soon, but I just thought it was a really nice and kind of ironic that we're talking about foods initially, and your events have a lot of food involved.
1: Yes, that, that's true. It's. Uh... Um, it's. I think that uh, food is in France is uh, as important and as a, uh, with a social aspect, such as the uh, the warmer games and so on. So uh, in every tournament, um, I think all the one I did, uh, we have a really good uh, dinner and food that is. Uh, Proposed and so on, so that's really a part of the tournament. The dinner is the moment we share with our our mates and so on. So it's really important, (laughs) all the time important.
2: (laughs) As for the smaller event, uh, there will be still sandwich because meal costs uh, cost money. But uh, for the big events, I don't recall having a big event without you know uh, food on the plate at lunch. I don't remember that, so yes, I would say that food is very important uh, for every single event, but also beer. Yes, yeah, I was just quickly looking for a photo. Like he was just one of the the
0: many examples um, of of <laughs> what your events look like. But here we are, somebody cooking up barbecue. You could almost think that it was an American with the with a barbecue set up with some hot dogs. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, like like food is very much in the French culture, and um, uh, just, just amazing but let's go back to the start let's pretend that I have never been to France um, or I'm somebody who maybe wants to go to France I should stop sharing ignore me um, if I if I want to go to France and and um, uh, I'm thinking about like, what's it like like talk, talk to me about what it's like living in your community and maybe how it might be a little bit different from from other people's communities.
2: Well, uh, honestly I don't really have anything to compare uh, because I always live in France. But <laughs> I will say that there is always something to do in France. Uh, whether you live in Paris or in the provinces, uh, the French life I think is great. And there are plenty of cultural places or museums to visit, but to stay in the hobby um, uh, section, I think you have one thing to know is that in Paris, there is a dozens games workshops um and it's very cool to
0: have this no that's that's, uh, i did notice there was a lot of warhammer stores in Mm. in in france um which is which is the complete opposite to say america where america is all about the independent gaming companies as opposed to Mm. actually games workshop stores how how do you think that's influenced your community and maybe the popularity of say Warhammer? And I know Forty K is also big in France as well. Mm,
1: to be honest, I think that um, the, the the main point is that we have a really really active community, uh, and it's uh, to, to be honest, I'm kind of new uh, to the hobby and to Warhammer world. So I, I started playing something. Uh, like two or three years ago, so I'm really new. Not new. you're not. That's not okay. New. <laughs> that's I'm not a whole, that's,
0: that's a whole. That's a whole edition.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I started uh, playing during the second edition, so that's my f- the first time. I uh, I I will be playing during uh, a change of edition. But uh, the first point is that we have a really really active community uh, because we have um, one. Uh, YouTube channel that is uh, really huge and that is a kind of uh, uh, give the people the willing to create their uh, uh, to involve themselves uh, in uh, clubs, in YouTube channels, in event creation. And uh, thanks to that, we have a really active community. And I don't know if uh, the fact that we have a lot of RAM store is a consequence or a cause of that. But in fact, uh, they all are really active. And uh, that's, I think, mainly because uh, we have one uh, channel that uh, is really huge and uh, propose some huge events and a lot of content and so on. So that's really a, a virtuous cycle is the word. <laughs> I think it is. So that's
0: yeah. No, that's awesome. That's really cool. Um, And it was what surprised me when I went to France was, um, and it blew my mind because in Australia, um, it takes me many, many. It takes me like twenty four hours to come to your country. And I remember when I got to Paris, (laughs) I took the train from London to Paris, and it Mm. was like ninety minutes. Um, it took like 90 minutes and like, to me, that's crazy, uh, to catch a train from another country to go underwater, uh, through the tunnels and then arrive in another, just was a, that's crazy to me.
1: Yes, I I was a bit disturbed by the chat. <laughs> so, uh, I I did, I did sorry, not hear. I, I'm sorry. <laughs> I told you not to. I told you
0: to ignore the chat. I said I, I wouldn't handle the I will chat. Ignore I did the
1: chat. <laughs> you fell in the trap.
0: Uh, and I also want to give some big love to Sam, who's donated some money to the um to the stream. Sam. Thank you for your support. Uh, Much love. Thank you very much for that. Um, No, look, 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 France, I really enjoyed it. It sounds like I'm like a a tourism, like go to France. Like I really enjoyed it. Um, And I guess I want to kind of just like talk about like, you know, spotlighting the differences in our communities. Um, I'm going to share some photos, as I said, and just talk about what it's like being in France. And maybe if you want to go to France, good opportunity to to go to an event and play Warhammer and experience the culture, Um, but also to also appreciate that the way that I play Warhammer in Australia is very different to America and to England, and I've personally experienced that. But then talking to the likes of Germany and Russia and Italy and now yourselves, I get to understand how similar our worlds are but also how different we are. And sometimes you might have a really cool idea that I could borrow and we can all learn from each other despite um, being completely different communities. We don't all play the same version of Age of Sigma. So um, to kick off the conversation, I guess, I want to know what is your favourite French foods?
1: Oh, that's really, uh. that's a really hard question to French people, you know.
0: <laughs> All right, if I if, I,
1: if I if 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 you were to tell me to, to go
0: get something, what would you recommend me to eat? I
1: I, I would really recommend you to try the um, cheese. I, I I tried to find a, a tradition and it's a French fondue, you know, cheese fondue. Okay, like like you know you like it's the fondue. Molten, like, like, yes, it's a molten cheese. Uh, it's not really COVID-friendly, <laughs> but uh, you all have some bread um, and a lot of cheese and uh, molten cheese, and it's really delicious. It's a, um, a plate that comes from, as uh, we say, a, a particular region, uh, which is the cold region in France, and people have to warm <laughs> themselves thanks to that food. And oh, it's it's winter
0: in a... In it's, it's, it's winter right now where I am, so anything that sounds warm sounds very nice. Zach in the chat saying, uh, is it Raclette? Uh, ah, it's where, the,
1: the same region, but uh, yes. it's... Yes, Clément. Uh, the the, the cheese that, specialist uh, will speak.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, I was saying that you know, Raclette and Fondue was uh, similar but different because um, in the case of uh, Raclette, you, it's not the same device uh, you use to cook the, the cheese, but uh, in a clients, the major difference will be that there is, um, like, um, is harm, you know? Hmm. Uh, I lost the world. <laughs> okay.
0: That's
2: OK. That's uh, OK. Oh, sorry. But uh, there is harm and uh, everything related to I, I will <laughs> choose. I would everything worry, I teach
1: you to to Google Translate. Yes, let me take
2: <laughs> the, the world because I lost it and it's very uh, uncomfortable. Yes, to me. Oh, oh my God! Yes, me. If I, if,
0: if I was if I was invited to the 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 um the squig herd, uh, I guarantee you I would be Google translating as well. Like my <laughs> my, my. Don't worry about. It. Don't worry about it. It's like also, the, the fact thing that
2: you. I know that word, but I just lost it. <laughs> it's
0: all right. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Um. So talk to. Okay. So, like, what? How did you get into Warhammer? Uh, is is wargaming um something that's big in um in your cultures? Obviously, in the likes of you know the UK, for example, you know England, you know you, there is this culture, and you know the weather is obviously very. Um, you've got to have a lot of indoor events and. Um, it's it's you know, obviously, games workshop is so big in, in the UK, but how did you both get into Warhammer? And, um, is Warhammer miniature gaming, tabletop, fantasy? Are these things popular, or like what is it like in France?
1: In Maybe a way, Sam,
2: oh, so uh, Clem, Clem, you, you go, you go. In a way, they are, if I, if I recall correctly, Wargame became uh, a thing, a popular thing back to the Lord of the Ring movies. Because in that period, Hachette released um, in uh, in Bookshop um, a collection like Mortal Realms and uh, Warhammer Conquest, but for Lord of the Ring. And a lot of people got into Warhammer Battle and Warhammer 40k uh, thanks to that. Exactly. Is, that, is that how you is that how you started, Clem? No. Uh, I'm quite new to the hobby. I it's knew I'm uh, 40k um uh, back to the V6, but I was young. I think I, uh I had like um 12 years 40
1: old. old. <laughs> no, 12 years old,
2: don't push it. And uh, the whole book was too complicated for me at the time, so I dropped everything for a long time before this. Uh, I covering the license via Total War Warhammer and the Time games. Ah, and so you so came that's... from the, the video
0: games? Yes,
2: absolutely.
1: Yes. In, in my case, it's a bit particular. Uh, I started all of that uh, because of, or thanks to, I don't know what <laughs> what I have to say. Uh, one babysitter. Is it the word in? Uh, is it okay in English? Yeah. Babysitter. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Uh, he pushed me in two things, video games and uh, Warhammer painting. So at this time, it was Warhammer Battle. Uh, I was a bit young. And uh, as a teenager, I didn't have that much money to buy a lot of armies. Uh, I wanted to start uh, three things. Tom Kings, Lizardmen, and Green Skins. And because I was very tall for my age, and uh, I wanted to play or to start with a friend of mine that was uh, really uh, little, slow. He he played goblins, and I played orcs, (laughs) normal. And uh, I started warmer uh, with that. But uh, I think, uh, as most of us, uh, I stopped uh, during something like uh, 10 years. And I started again uh, after finding a job and things like that. Um, with painting, mainly because uh, my first love in Warhammer World uh, is painting, and because I, 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 there is one moment uh, you have uh, 4K of night tones, 5K of night tones, 6K of night tones, and you you say, okay, maybe I will have to play and <laughs> uh, put them to live. Uh, so I started playing at this moment something like... Uh, uh, a bit more than two years ago, I think uh, at the really beginning of uh, 2019. So, yes, you start I started
2: awesome. with that. You started yes. with 2 So, I think uh, you start just after Soul Wars.
1: Yes, exactly. I bought some minis uh, during uh, summer uh, 2018, uh, okay. just after Soul Wars, uh, because Night don't uh, blew my mind but i started to do by uh, um, buying an iron start collecting because it is green uh but i really started playing with night and uh, with this at this moment so so that's why i said i'm a kind of a newbie and a really recent uh, player you know
0: <laughs> we all i think most people have gone through the journey where they started as a Young adult, a teenager, right. a child—they didn't have a lot of money, and they they played the game. Then they found girls or boys. They dropped off for a little bit, exactly. and then they come back. They come back a little bit later when they've got money. We've all, we've most people have done that journey. If yes. you started young, if you it's, started young,
1: it's really, it's really amazing because uh, it's for most of people we play with, uh, it's uh, every time the same pattern. So it's, it's really amazing, as if, uh, you know, uh, uh, you were touched by the, the curse <laughs> when you were young. You make a break and you come back something like 10 years later. And uh, it's, it's really fun to see that uh, it's really, really often this pattern of uh, hobby journalists.
2: There's a lot of new players to uh, Age of Sigmar where... Uh, people that dropped Warhammer Battle at the V6, the V7, or the V8, and they came back uh, during the V2. Thanks to the new rules that, uh, to me, uh, make a lot of people return to Warhammer. Hmm. So that's good. I think there's another thing as
0: well is that um, when I – I don't know what it was like for you both, but when I was a kid – because um, I started playing Warhammer Warhammer games, you know, whether it was um, uh, Hero Quest, Blood Bowl, uh, Warhammer Fantasy Battles. I started playing that in the late like, late 90s, you know, 97, 98. Mm. Um, and back then, geek, geek culture, being a nerd, um, wasn't cool. And, you know, a girl would never step foot in a game store um, or my or my I used to run like a Friday night games club with a few other friends. A girl would never st- uh, step a foot in there. Mm-hmm. But now now there's so many uh, of the opposite sex. I wonder if the generation who are who are starting right now will even drop off anymore because girls can find this cool and I don't have to f- stop playing it. Um not the girls asked me to stop playing it, but you know my focus was so was so somewhere else. But, <laughs> um, but you know now now girls and boys and everybody plays the game. Mm. You know we can, it could be something that we we I, I meet somebody, um, at a tournament or I meet them at my hobby store and we paint together and, who knows, the world is a, a different time.
1: Yes, it's it's that's the, the that that's really true. In fact, I think that uh, there were a period that. Uh, um, this kind of ruby was uh, exclusively for you know uh, people that were maybe seen as geeks and and people like that. And I don't think it's the case now. And uh, it's it's really funny because I I. I think that uh, things are uh, shifting a bit all the time you know uh, at the moment we thought that uh, it was a universe that was for gigs and now for example with tournaments uh, some people are a bit afraid to go to tournament because they have uh, an image uh, such as it's what the case maybe uh, 10 years ago for the hobby generally and it's uh, the case now for tournaments for some players and when you bring you bring them to one tournament they see that people are funny they are not they are just most of people here to appreciate amazing armies, such as you are showing us now. Uh, they are more willing to come back and to uh, to spread the hobby, uh, <laughs> the hobby love around them. Yes. No, you're
0: you're 100 correct. Um, I because I run events, I run some some quite large events, mm-hmm. and people are always hesitant to come to an event because. Mm-hmm they're worried about this perception of, um, you know, really overpowered, you know, win-at-all-cost players and they're going to have a really bad time and, you know, it's going to be a smelly bunch of nerds who are, you know, super <laughs> fat and, you know, just fight all the time. Like they've got some some perception. Mm. And then they come and they're like, oh, this is actually really pleasant. It's they're, just people they are who human. enjoy, <laughs> yeah, they're just, they're just like me. They're just people I haven't met yet. Yes. Um, and if anywhere's going to find love in Warhammer, it has to be the French, right? You guys are so romantic. Um, surely there's <laughs> like a um, some type of like bri- blind date Warhammer event, or some type of matching up uh, in the city of love with wine and cheese and baguette and Warhammer.
1: <laughs> no.
0: Ma- Maybe, maybe there's a tournament. Maybe there's like a Valentine's Day tournament for all the singles who could come and maybe you match them up for a game of yeah. Warhammer, like like speed dating.
1: You know that there were a uh, Valentine's Day tournament in France recently. That's not a joke. <laughs> that's not a joke. Am I right, Clément? Oh, yes. Yes, we did. Yes. We did it. We did it. Not that's no. a joke. But it, I was not joking.
0: Possible. I was joking.
1: Not us. <laughs> no, to be honest, it was not a dating event and so on, but it was uh, created around the Valentine's Day. And uh, uh, that was, how, how was it named? Uh, after the Love, uh, After yes, the something. Love Tournament and things like that. Yeah, so, it know, was that's it,
2: a yes. really romantic community. Yes, yes, I remember it now.
0: Uh that's so amazing. Yeah, Zach Zach in the chat got a really good point. Like make it like a war cry event or like a very uh, small skirt. It's like speed dating. You have like a, a quick one one hour game with somebody of the opposite sex or whatever, you know, whatever your preference might be. And then um you rotate and oh mate, it's like just sign me up. Sign me up. Um and the big question as well is it sounds like Zach is saying that the Oryx sound like english football hooligans in england (laughs) do they sound like english football hooligans in french or Um, they more like cultured and articulate um because we all know like lumineth are australians now they they sound like australians (laughs) and they're they're a bunch of bogans like me
2: i'm trying to remember if there uh, there is a french french uh, dubs for the orcs since age of sigmar I'm not sure. Uh, Is there a VF of the Grim trailer from Total War? I don't. I don't know because. I don't think there is a French voice for for the Orcs. Uh, Yes, yes, we have uh, the Orcs from 40k. (laughs) There is is a VF of the game Warhammer 40k Space Marine. And uh, I think that they do sound like hooligans. Are they,
0: but are they English hooligans or are they more of the, the are they more French hooligans? No,
1: we don't have that much uh, we hooligans. Don't
2: have, no, we don't have hooligans. We have people that we call ultras. They are like <laughs> um, small hooligans in terms of... Um...
1: You will have a problem. <laughs> no, I think that orcs are really civilized and uh, really polite people. You just have to understand their language and so on. We can't judge them. <laughs> That's not just another culture, you know? <laughs> That's it. They're
0: showing why the French are so cultured and um, so welcoming. Let's talk Age of Sigma. Let's talk Age of Sigma. By the way, I've yeah. had an absolute ball. I can't believe you have a Valentine's Day tournament. I'm still. <laughs> I will kill you.
1: Yeah, you will like, show like, that to your surpri- community.
0: <laughs> but it doesn't surprise me that of all the countries, the French would have a. Valentine's day tournament, but it's also still surprising that the French have a Valentine's day Warhammer tournament. If my wife let me play Warhammer, I would have to worry what she's up to. So I'm imagining it's only singles. (laughs) I'm hoping, I'm hoping it's only singles.
2: Uh, Uh,
0: Or maybe there's a menage a trois. Sorry. I said, maybe there's a a menage a trois.
1: Uh, Trois. I like okay. Sorry, I did. I did not understand. Yes. <laughs> no, but because my because
0: my French was poor. I'll, I'll go back to saying bonjour.
1: Yes, you <laughs> will come back, and you will have some course with us. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right. So talk to me about France, and talk to me about the Age of Sigma community, and all yes. the photos. By the way, here, team, um, are of the French community. So these are all f- uh, from from your events. So talk to me about what it's like in france uh and maybe a couple of questions to get you started is Mm. um are there popular armies um is everyone playing in paris or is it spread out across the whole region um are they big events are they small events obviously covid aside like introduce me and kind of kind of like paint a picture of what that's like at your
1: community so, just to answer about the place uh, where our tournaments uh, are, um, we have some regions in France uh, when you have really strong, uh, warmer, and particularly Age of Sigma communities. Obviously, you have Paris. Uh, um, to be honest, it's a bit hard for Paris community because uh, something like two years ago, we had a central place um, that unfortunately was obliged to closed uh, because of uh, you know strikes. <laughs> there are a lot of strikes in France, uh, the yellow vest period. And in fact, it closed even before the COVID-19. Uh, and obviously, it probably wouldn't have survived. And uh, it was really hard for a Parisian community that was obliged to uh, reconstruct uh, itself and create uh, uh, its own events. Um, so that we have, uh, the, just to summarize, we have some clubs and association that are creating now uh, to compensate uh, the closure of this uh, place that was called that was called the Wag Taverne. And uh, that's obviously there is obviously Paris. Uh, you have on the south uh, east uh, places such as Grenoble, Lyon, and. Uh, uh, some place uh, in the uh, north of uh, France. Yes, even Marseille
2: We have yes. a lot of agency players.
1: Exactly. So you have some uh, hubs like that uh, with strong communities, yes. And during per- there, there are some periods where, uh, for example, Grenoble is really active and probably more active than uh, Paris, for example. And there are, uh, in terms of events, uh, There is one that uh, unfortunately did not even take place, but uh, I think we really have to speak about that. Um, Globally, there are, yes, I would say medium to high size events, uh, very often between uh, 16, 18, 20 people, and uh, bigger events, uh, for example, that are made by teams of two players. that are more around 18 people um, just for Age of Sigma. So the community is really growing, and events are really growing too. Uh, and we will have probably one of the big, biggest biggest events uh, that was supposed to take place uh, in March uh, last year. And that mm-hmm. will take place in October, if I'm right, uh, this year. That is the French War Game Day. So you probably know in France, you have one uh, Big channel that is led by uh, uh, one guy that started uh, uh, something like four years ago, four or five years ago, I don't know. And Uh, that creates, yes, that created a huge emulation around uh, him and uh, both Angel Sigma and 40k communities. Uh, And this event uh, will be uh, 1,500 people. Wow. uh, With, I think there is about, uh, 800 people. Maybe I'm wrong about uh, uh, the numbers, but probably a bit less than 1,000 people on 40K and probably uh, a few hundreds people for Age of Sigma or with uh, oversight games, such as I think there will be a Super Fantasy Ball, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and uh, Lord of the Ring too, and okay. some of games like that. So it will be the, uh, uh, how do we say, uh is it no i will i like will find it's like to... pilgrimage it's a kind okay. of pilgrimage for french people and uh, people i i saw that in the chat i i can't uh <laughs> ignore the chat so i see the Royaume de Kaya, which is a belgium channel and uh there will be a lot of people i think from france belgium these two communities are really close mm-hmm. and probably people from uh, uh probably germany and so on but it will be probably one of the biggest events uh, that uh, will take place in france
2: uh, in terms of, term of sheer numbers it will be the biggest Age of sigma event uh at, at all from france mm. because i don't remember um uh french tournament that was that big before
0: that sounds awesome, I, and I, I hope it all goes well. Um, mm. I, I have In Australia, we have um, CanCon, which is our pilgrimage, and um, mm-hmm. we have, much like what you're talking about here, <laughs> it has lots of different systems, and, you know, you can play 40K and Sigma and Bolt Action and Night Age and whatever game um, and... Uh, 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 c- uh, Sigma is always the biggest at that event, which is awesome. I think 240 players just before COVID hit was our biggest event. So, and it, and that continues to grow. It continues to grow. Um, but I think for the Americans who might be watching this, um, obviously there's other people that are other than Americans. But the thing that kind of surprised me when I went to Europe was how close all the countries are. Yes. Is because in Australia, I can fly many hours <laughs> and I haven't even left my region. I could fly many hours and I haven't left my region. Um, Or I could drive 12 hours and I haven't crossed the border yet. Mm. But in in Europe, it's so quick to get between the different regions. You can go to Germany. You can go to Italy. You can go to Malta. You can go to Spain, to Portugal. Like it's just so – and it's so cheap as well, like the – to, to fly is very, very cheap. So yes. um, it's awesome that you can get these cultures coming in. Like you said, Belgium, for example, um, where normally like in Australia, it's like 99.7% yes. are Australia. And a couple of Kiwis might come over.
1: I'm sure, It's a bit out of uh, in your case, but uh, just, yes, as a fun fact, I, um, I did my first tournament, not in France, but in Belgium, you know, because it's just two hours of car and, uh, we just took a weekend with uh, three of our friends, and uh, we, we went. And uh, two hours later, we were uh, in Belgium uh, for a tournament. Uh, uh, there were another one at the beginning of last year. Um, Belgium and French communities, and more generally French-speaking communities, are really close. Yes, Some events are done uh, at the... How do we say, Frontier? The border, yeah, the, close to the border, uh, because you can have, uh, for example, uh, at the beginning of last year, there were the and Bolter event. And there mm-hmm. are people from uh, France, a lot of people from France and Belgium. There are a team from Germany. Uh, yes. um, but, well, I think one guy that you that you met, uh, which is from uh, a YouTube channel, Paradise Gaming. Uh, so oh, yep. yes, I met him at this event. Uh, German people. Uh, there were the, the faithful people from uh, beta tester player uh, from uh, UK. There were people from um, Netherlands. Uh, and there uh, there were one guy that came from Russia with his uh, wife and that uh, offered one vodka to all of his opponents at the beginning of the game, including at 8 a.m. Uh, the Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> that was amazing. Yes, they <laughs> were.
2: It's it, really it was, uh... That's really I cool. Was a I as um... Of course, I play against Russians that didn't speak English, <laughs> <laughs> so we mostly play with fingers.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say, um, playing between the different cultures is must be a, remarkable. Um, mm. I I have never experienced having to play somebody and i was talking to the to some of the asian communities um the very first video I did like this was with the Japanese community. Yes, I see. And, and we were talking about, you know, some people don't know English, so how do you communicate um, and how do you have a game at a tournament where, um, you know, it, it might be a French a French tournament or, you know, English is not the best for some people. I think books aren't always translated in a native language and, and sometimes there's a lot of errors. So it can make the... Conversation challenging, but just the opportunity then to to to, as you said, meet the Germans, meet the Belgians, mm. meet the Italians, meet the Spaniards, meet the just that would must be cool. Mm. And by the way, what's also cool here is these photos. Just seeing um, all of the oh. tables set up, the great the great looking mats and boards, and people obviously having a lot of fun. Except for the people at the food, um, I see a lot of like pastries, and I think there's a lot of photos you sent to me. That had a lot of pastries why are pastries so popular in france
1: um <laughs> other than them because they're delicious they're just bloody delicious <laughs> I, yeah, I i don't know why but i, I, I have to say that uh, in this kind of tournament it's not a problem to be uh, uh, to lose a party <laughs> really fast because <laughs> you will compensate <laughs> with uh, all these good things <laughs> Yes. Are when these you, people? Are these people lost?
0: like the?
2: Sorry, claim what were you saying. When you lost a game at the round two, well, you have more time to eat and drink, and that's <laughs> good. <laughs> <laughs> it's exactly that. It's better to get... uh, to lose at round two is at round five. I I... I, t-
0: I tell you what, if I get tabled by Carriage and Overlords in like table, you know, round two or round three, I just go up and buy some cake. And just like drown out my sorrow eating cake and pastry, <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> that those apples might sit there for a while.
1: Okay. So that, that, that's, uh, I think that that's a shared uh, <laughs> mentality. <laughs> but even around. like, I
0: remember. I remember being in Paris walking around and the bakery lines were very, very busy at like six in the morning. And mm. and some of the, the bakeries that have really nice pastries, you know, chocolate croissants and, you know, just different types of tarts and, you know, um, baked goods, they sell out before eight o'clock in the morning, like just massive lines.
1: Mm. Um, That's really important. the the You know, the breakfast uh, is really important in, uh, in French culture and uh, you can eat it at breakfast time, <laughs> but you can eat it later if there is still. So, no, it's a, it's that that's really cool to have that uh, um, that kind of uh, uh, food and uh, ambiance. No, how do we say? Uh, yes, in uh, in in these events, yes. Are these
0: the friends, or are, are these hired professionals, or are they the the family members, or the girlfriends, or the boyfriends of
1: um, the event organizers? But in this case, uh, I uh, that, that's I'm sure it's uh, wives of uh, tournament organizers. So that's so that's really families. That's awesome.
0: That's so good. And again, you know, your your, your models are painted so well. Um, seeing mm-hmm. you know lots of happy faces and people smiling and just enjoying themselves, which kind of leads me to the question. Then, um, and maybe Clem, you might want to jump on this one. Is mm-hmm. what does the what do the armies look like um, from a competitive point of view? Are there any particular armies that are popular in France? Is it similar to maybe the meta in the UK? Um, do you have your own meta? Like, How would you describe the, the types of armies that you go to at an event?
2: So I think that uh, like in uh, every country, you have a lot of players that don't really care about the meta and just play what they want to play. But uh, in terms of, uh, let's say, uh, uh, top meta builds, uh, the French meta is mostly about uh, about hordes and um, shooting heavy armies. And so to counteract that, there are some people that will play Alpha Strike and I don't need Deep King. And Clock. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and Bush's Clock, indeed. <laughs>
0: so there's no particular style like like it's, it's probably one whatever models people enjoy the most um and two like obviously you know and, and i'm conscious that you know each country at the moment has a different meta and they can run some mm. events or small events so i'm very conscious of that that you know when i go to an event in australia at the moment you know the the popular armies right now would be or at least the top met, the top performing armies would be your lumineth your seraphon you know, your your um your Zanch, um a bit of like pardon? The red run
1: Yeah, Clarodron
0: overlords, yeah. yeah, yeah, like like you know, you've got these things that are very consistent between Australia, America, England, um, but then some other countries go, well, you know what, we don't really care about let's say fire slayers, but we love um I think I was talking to to you know, the Italy community and they were saying a lot of their players have come from Warhammer fantasy battles. And they've mm-hmm. just rebased their model. So, you know, things like Cities of Sigma might be more popular because they had a lot of empire players. Mm.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, I, I think that, uh, in, in as uh, Clement said, in France, we have... a um, in, in fact, it's really uh, correlated to the... Um, how do we say? Um, um, trend of the community. I think that in we have a really strong core of competitive players in France. Um, I think that it's a natural consequence of all the channels, uh, YouTube channels and the uh, uh, media, such as podcasts and things like that, uh, because there are a lot of analysis and discussions uh, about the game, uh, how to optimize this thing, how to uh, make it better, how to find this kind of synergy. And naturally, uh, People are probably more willing to uh, optimize a bit more, and as a consequence, uh, we have, a, I think, a, a huge core of competitive players. I don't know if it's the the same thing, for example, uh, in your case, but uh, in France we have very often uh, teams that after uh, after a, after a while become a team of friends, but at the beginning that are a team of competitive players uh, that want to perform together. Uh, it may be in the context of a club, uh, maybe in the context of uh, um, people that are uh, more often together in the uh, in this uh, in in the same shop. Uh, maybe uh, they can. Uh, um, most of the time, it's in the context of a club, uh, but. This leads uh, to uh, I think uh, really heavy optimization in in uh, in our uh, meta.
2: In list building, templates in France are really important. Uh, ah. Of you will see uh, often people, uh, different people with uh, the same core build in their list. From the same, for the same faction and maybe you know the spell will be tweaked but uh it will be mostly the same list
0: okay that's interesting yes. i know i know the americans for example because their their communities are very region focused um there's a lot of like regions and each of the states has lots of big pockets of regions and games clubs, I know, especially in America are very popular and they practice in basements and you know they go to tournaments and they have club shirts, club dice, club accessories. And there's a lot of practicing for, for events, especially in America. That seems like a, in, in Australia, for example, for myself, a lot of my players are based in major capital cities or, you know, major towns. So um, I don't think it's probably as faction kind of orientated, but it's still very similar. I think for you guys, especially because you're so spread out and lots of regions, I can hear games clubs um Yeah, it's cool. I like it. I like it. And by the way, I also like this little man here uh, painting up what what I'm going to pretend is a Stormcast, but is actually a Space Marine. Um, (laughs) He's probably probably painting this Space Marine thinking it was a Stormcast and hoping it was a Stormcast. But it's cool to see you guys bringing in. uh, I'm seeing um, people of all ages, people of all sexes. I'm Mm. seeing um, children. I'm seeing... Uh, a whole diverse crowd, um, which is awesome.
1: And this this, this particular event uh, I was in is really amazing. So in fact, I'm I'm, I'm obliged to to read. Good night. <laughs> so uh, I'm sorry, I was also just
0: that's I was also commenting on uh, on uh, Malta forever. Absolutely, Malta got ripped off in Eurovision. Um, they needed more yes. points. Just, just. I actually said to the Maltese community, um, and I've always had this this um, promise that the year that Malta wins a Eurovision, I'm coming back to Malta, and I want to be mm. in the crowd. Um, but I'm probably still going to come next year.
1: Yes, and as you, as I, Yes, as I definitely. said, uh, in fact, for this particular event, uh, I was in. Uh, that's uh, a, a club. Uh, that organizes. Uh, I think it's supposed to be uh, two uh, tournaments uh, each uh, trimester. Is it correct? Uh, I think it is. Well, in fact, it's around uh, eight tournaments in the year. <laughs> it will be easier to explain like that. Four wow. tournaments that are in teams. So the um, the the world pack is really interesting. For example, you are you have a team of four players. And when you build your roster, you have two choices, or you decide to take four allegiances from the same uh, Grand Aliens, or you have to choose one of each. So it's really interesting to see that, for example, before the release of OCR's Bone Reaper, uh, close to all the teams went to a full order team. Because you, know, you had, at this time, Fire Slayer, uh and really over strong... chain. yeah exactly exactly sorry and um oh yeah I... <laughs> and after the release of bon Reaper and uh disciple of zinch and so on most of teams went to one allegiance uh of each grand aliens with the poor one which was the, dext- the destruction uh, uh when i'm sorry <laughs> but that's the <laughs> The meta yes. is hard. <laughs> we no, went... it's, it's true, and that's no, really interesting. True. And in this event, it was really nice because on one side you had the tournament, on the other side uh, you had a, a painting contest uh, among all the um, all the uh, people that were in the tournament, and all the uh, on the other side. Uh, you had people that tried to teach uh, kids how to paint how to uh, to yes to improve and to uh, uh, to learn exactly how to do things better so it was really good because it was uh, um all the aspects of the ob in fact and i really recommend this uh, event
2: claim <laughs> you're gonna say something uh, I was saying that uh, thanks to the Bone Reaper, we went to full order uh, <laughs> from roster. That will, it was something like a uh, Skaven, Fire Slayer, uh, whatever destruction army you want to bring, and Bone Reapers.
1: Yeah. Yes. In, in our case, we we decide it was a bit fun because we were the only team that decided to bring a Skaven. Whereas everybody else uh, at this moment chose to take uh, disciple of dint, it was before the big fuck and the big fuck small nerf, <laughs> and uh, that was uh, that was really cool.
0: I really like that idea. Um, I have never seen, and here's just some posters. <laughs> By the way, your posters are really cool. Um, some advertising of some of the events happening in uh, in France, but. What you just said about the teams event sounds really interesting because one in Australia there's only one teams event, so four player teams event. Okay. We've only had one um, every year, so it's not very popular. And I imagine okay. the ETC, which was the, the which is now the world's tournament, mm-hmm. um, probably probably helps promote. Um, more team-based uh, events over in, you know, Europe. I can, I can imagine it's a good incentive, but it's also a good way to get your clubmates involved, um, mm-hmm. help bring new players into the game because mm-hmm. it's not just one-on-one, you know, you're coaching and supporting and list-checking and um, there's a lot of good benefits in teams and I, I want to see more doubles and more teams events um, in the future.
1: But the other thing
0: you called out, there's a, I've never heard of this before where you, where you choose all of the same Grand Alliance. Um, mm. There's been rules where you say, you know, you can't duplicate War Scrolls. Mm-hmm. Um, I have been to one event in the past, which was, you know, a four-person team event, and one had to be from each of the Grand Alliances. Um, but I've never heard that you everyone, everyone else can just go all in on mm-hmm. one.
1: In fact, it's really interesting uh, as a team um, uh, process because there are some allegiance that you absolutely want to take. For example, for the moment, uh, maybe you absolutely want to take a Caradron Overlord. Maybe you absolutely want to take uh, Disciple of Zinj. And it obviously depends uh, of what uh, the player you bring uh, have as armies. And uh, it's really interesting because if you decide to take the Lord, and uh, I will say a shoot cast or a thing like that, you know that you will not be able to take, for example, a disciple of Zinch, or mm. in your particular case, a son of Beamat. <laughs> so that that's really fun. And there are some teams that decided, for example, to make a fluff uh, roster with yeah. each chaos god. You know, it was amazing. You you had the one from Nurgle, the Zinch. Uh, and it was really cool. And you 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 really see different uh, mindset of teams and. It, it's really cool and you have some wonderful minis. Uh, but I'm sorry, Sam, how can you do a full
2: roster when when there is five Chaos gods in Jesgrim? Oh. <laughs> so, I,
1: that that's uh I think you're mistaken. I, I think I think it's not something you it's not a discussion you want to have in live <laughs> because I I think that obviously there are only four Chaos gods, you know. And uh, yes, we have a, a little. There is a little scaven guy in the middle that
2: <laughs> does oh. not
1: agree. It's, it's it's four plus one.
2: Yes, um, <laughs> it's four <laughs> plus plus Lanesh because he's still the way. Oh, and hey, michael thanks for joining. Um,
0: very yes. popular. And by the way, um, you know. I've really enjoyed, despite not understanding, um, French, um, I am subscribed to the French herd and I have for a long time and I do watch without the audio cause I clearly have no idea what's going on, but, um, this is, this is a lot, this is a lot of fun. And I'm also learning so much about, about your community and like, I've gotten a few ideas already, just even just the, the way that you do your team's events, um, and Australia is just entering the World's Tournament for the first time. We've obviously had it cancelled twice mm. because of COVID. That's, um, that's so we, we, we're not going in 2021. We couldn't go in 2020. So we're focused on 2022. Um, but hopefully, you know, we do get to see more teams events and more doubles events because um, I know certain people feel more comfortable in doubles because Mm. they might not be the most competitive or the most experienced and they've got someone they can rely on. Um, And the team's events, like once you, once you play a team's events, you kind of see that it's not about you, it's about the team. Mm. And um, I've got one coming up in November um, and I'm going to be team captain. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, And it's even just like just us right now trying to work out what we're going to run and, you know, um, someone has to build a shooty list. Someone should build a magic list. Someone should build like a horde and lots of bodies so that when you match up, you know, you've got different tools to handle different situations mm. and, um, different other teams.
1: Yes. In fact, it's really, really interesting because, um, in the, the, the way you build your roster obviously depends on the pairing system too, you know? So yeah, the in our pairing system, uh, in this case, there are one band player, so uh, you you have to take it into consideration at the moment you create your list and your roster. Uh, each table was played on one uh, realm, so with realm rules and so on. So you know you maybe if you have a a, a bridge, you will you will want to be paired on a shai table. Uh, If you have a Shootcast or a Zench or a Skaven one, you you absolutely do not want to be paired on Ulgu. And it's really...
0: I was going to say, because I played a tournament about two months ago with my Gargants, my son's army, and the whole event was set by the tournament organizer in Ulgu. And it was interesting. (laughs) It was interesting because my Gargants... Are all having ignoring they they're all basically being able to hide all the terrain because mm. it blocks line of sight. So any of the shooting armies, I could <laughs> I could actually avoid all of my wow. big boys being shot because. So so you're right. So um, so in the competitive sense, the scenario might not be in my favor, but the realm uh, might be in my favor. So it's always about putting myself. And I I, I don't know how you do the matchups, but I remember working with some of my uh my other teammates just like a traffic system like Mm. my army is good for this green Mm -hmm. Eh, don't really want to play this army and please don't put my army you know against you know my son's army against carriage and overlords in scorched earth like that do do not put do not make that combination avoid it at all cost that's really
1: that that was super super interesting and uh, what i wanted to say is that um sometimes i'm I'm not in favor of on playing Realms in uh, single player events because you know that sometimes it can. Uh, so it's a, it's a bit complicated. It has to be announced, in fact. But sometimes it can totally change the game. So you have to prepare your list uh, for this uh, possibility. You know, you have to have a, a diversified army to have a bit of uh, shooting and so on. but. In team events, it's really, really. I, I think it takes uh, all his, all its sense. In fact, so in France, it's a, it's a, it's fun that you you say this. That in um, in your case, there are not a lot of team events because I think that in in France there are more and more and more. For example, in uh, two weeks, three weeks. Uh, We will play a team tournament with uh, uh, six-player teams and so on. So it really became popular in France. Maybe, probably, um, thanks to the ETC that was uh, shared by uh, French War Game Studio something like two years ago. And uh, you know that uh, in team events, uh, you have really emulation and cohesion between players and between friends, in fact. And it's uh, it's really, really it's it's a pretext in my case to to have a weekend with uh, with people I like, in fact, and uh, drink some beers uh, between uh, games. I lost fast, and you know, in pairing, it's really interesting because in our case, uh, destruction was really below uh, over Grand Aliens, so the player. In case in that case it was me uh, that played destruction, um, you are writing to sacrifice uh, on some pairing to protect your best chance on over tables. and this is really inter this is really interesting. And when you manage to uh, to take one point two points, it's as a victory in fact, and uh, it's really cool.
0: Clem, anything you'd want to add to that? Oh no, I have
2: nothing to add to that. I think Sam summarized the thing pretty well. Um so we can uh, we can go on. No, that's okay. Look, um I'm exhausted. Yeah.
0: <laughs> no, 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 it's good. <laughs> you, you 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 made some really good points and um if I'm know, too you're... passionate. No it's good, no it's good, no, it's really good and um I think you know, I, I've been playing Sigma since the first edition. So I've been through mm. six years of, um, you know, generals, handbooks and edition changes. And it gets to a point where um, you've played the scenario so often. You've done singles events until the cows come home. It's always at 2K. And any way you can get diversity. I ran an event uh, a couple of years ago that was 2,500 points. Um there's an event I talked to, um, the, the tournament organizer, his name's Domus. Um, he, he gives like free, lets you bring like a free underworld's war band with your army, or he'll give you like a free monster and, you know, like just different ways you can, hmm. you can spice it up. But I think doubles and, um, like triumph for treachery and even the, the team's events. And I think for Europe, especially the, the ETC slash worlds event, um, and I know there's a lot of buzz right now. I think Italy going to mm-hmm. host it in 2021. Yes. There's a lot of buzz right now about Teams events. So um, that's really cool. And and it probably helps you, the, the community grow because you're introducing people and it's almost like you're coaching them um, and supporting them as a team as opposed to, oh, it's a one-on-one match. Go. Good luck. Mm. Go, go get the win.
1: Yes. Yes, yes it's really uh, in, in my point of view, at the, uh, for, for, for the moment, I um, I really prefer doing uh, team events uh, or in the table when you are a team of two or uh, in a tournament when you are a team of four or six. I mean, uh, each of us play on its own table, but uh, you have uh, yes a team scoring system and uh, a team pairing and things like that. It's really, really interesting.
0: Clem, are you the same? Are you are you, um, are you all about
2: the teams events, or are you also enjoying the singles? Well, honestly, uh, I like the team events because I'm with friends. But uh, most of the times, I have uh, pairings during the events that are uh, absolutely no match, and I really didn't <laughs> like that. I don't like that at all. So I prefer solo. <laughs> I, prefer, I prefer solo event because in a solo event. When you face a no match, you will lose horribly and then you will play uh, against someone uh, with, uh, with the same result as you because it's how sweet bearing is working. Yeah. But in a team event, if you get unlucky, you can be table every round, all the day, <laughs> and it's really painful.
1: Yeah, but I think that it's, it's maybe because you do not drink that much beer. And yes. I think that it 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 changes a bit the <laughs> point of view. Plus the fact that you are a skeleton, so that the team notion is a bit special for you.
0: <laughs> well, he's got his, he's got his new war war oh, machine man. rules with uh, with with hidden little boys in his clan oh, rats. So, so uh, maybe the next team event's going to be good. But we talked a lot about events. If I was listening to this and thinking about coming to an event in France or Paris or uh, even one of the bordering events, you know, in a in a, a region that's not far. What are some of the big ones that I should look out for um,
2: in your community? Um, there is a Mega Bash in Lyon, so it's a uh, Mega Bash. The, uh, the picture is is that, is that event? It, uh, in Grenoble, there is a lot of a big event at least
1: once a year. Uh, There's a Mega Bash. Yes, in fact, uh... this club is the, called the Confrérie des Malmouleux, and uh, they organize, as I said, four single tournaments and four team tournaments. The single tournaments are the Malmoul Bash, and uh, maybe you can translate it such as the Unlucky Bash. And uh, the team event is the Mega Bash, which is uh, translated by, by the Mega Bash. <laughs> and these uh, events are uh, major tournaments uh, in community. Uh, Recently, you have, uh, as you said, there is another tournament in uh, Grenoble, which is the double hammer. But there were only one edition, I think, probably because of COVID. Mm -hmm. Uh, And I think as as of today, that's the biggest uh, French events, even for solo and uh, teams.
2: Yes, it's the biggest event. Uh, I think the best translation for my mool Bash will be Fumble Batch. Fumble because, batch. Uh, yes, yes, I think it's a it's a good translation in order to understand why uh, it's called like that. But yes, I think it's the it's the best event uh in France. Because you know in France we have a lot of medium sized events all the year, but we don't have that uh for big events.
1: Yes, just something I I would like to add is that uh, there are some clubs that are preparing the end of COVID huge events I'm speaking about. So uh, I will uh, put apart the French War Game Day, which is a huge, colossal, and uh, we did not even have the chance to have the first edition, but probably at least i hope there will be uh, it will be something regular in the future maybe one 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 a year but uh, there are uh, clubs that are really preparing um the out of covid or thing, yes yeah. um events and uh, and some clubs uh, grew up a lot uh, in the past year it, yeah. it, 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 it can seem a bit strange because they did not have the opportunity to play a lot, um, but they invested their time in uh, creating table and uh, events, partnership with uh, a place to, uh, to put players uh, to organize uh, weekends uh, for tournaments. And uh, there is one, which is the Lutin du Cotentin. It's a bit, I think it's in English, it's a bit strange. (laughs) That's all right. That's that's a club that organizes a tournament, the one we will do in uh, two or three weeks. Um, And that will probably um, make one huge tournament uh, in the future. Huge, I mean, uh, probably more than a few hundred people, I think. Uh, maybe I don't know. I, maybe around hundred, um, but they are doing some amazing table, and and with the thing that is uh, from my viewpoint uh, really appreciated is that I think that the the table uh, standard of uh, I mean in terms of um, scenery, yes, in scenery. Uh, Tends to be really, really high. You know that in some of the screens, uh, the mats are really nice. Uh, The -hmm. atmosphere of the table, uh, you know, in the in the background with the lava, uh, it's really, really, really beautiful. And uh, with time, uh, tables are more and more and more immersive and uh, beautiful. Yes, it's thanks to Sam and his tutorial about the (laughs) scenery
2: that we have. So, so beautiful table fans, but yes indeed the the battlefield no. are becoming more and more uh i will say uh fluff immersive mm. yes it's a
0: world. fluff i think i think people are expecting more and more from if i'm giving up a whole day or a whole weekend to spl- to play warhammer at a tournament i don't want to play on some crappy board with you mm. know some books and you know some really crappy scenery i think <laughs> we're, we're not we're not demanding it but we as a tournament organizer i want to put the best representation mm. of myself on on the tables and i want you to have the best time that you can have and you and you're spot on the immersion is um is is super important um mm. so um i absolutely agree with all those points mm. um, you know
1: that in fact, even on youtube uh we are uh tables are more and more beautiful even in uh, in battle reports you know that uh, in a uh, english speaking channel uh i will not even say play on tabletop because it's amazing but it's the 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 tables become so nice that you just want to play on this kind of uh, mm. of atmosphere and uh, things like that no,
0: I agree. No, I agree. Absolutely agree. And it sounds like you got some really cool events coming. And if there's anything like my community, the minute that uh, the restrictions started coming down, um, mm. our event, our events are selling out within an hour. Um, my right. my my personal event um, that I've got a hundred players coming to in October, I think it sold out in like forty five minutes. Um, a lot of it, a lot of events, and it's a hundred players. A lot of events. Um, whether they've got carryover from last year or whether it's just brand new people into the hobby or people who have been waiting to play for such a long mm. time, there's going to be a massive explosion. And I imagine these events and there'll be more events coming up. And I think um, I think as borders start coming down, I'd love to play an event in France. I'd love to come back over to the UK and play more. I think, um, I think we're about to come back into a golden age. Mm. Um, and I think even the meta might reset a little bit because I know – When I first started playing competitively, when COVID kind of come finished, well, not finished, but like kind of restrictions came down, I couldn't be bothered. I just ran the the most fun army that I wanted to run. Um, I wasn't worrying about top table stuff. I just wanted to get my models out, and that meant some quirky, weird lists. And from that, a a new meta emerges.
1: Mm, Yes, I think that for at the now uh, people just want to play just want to make uh, live their miniatures just want to share uh, everything that we just could not do uh, at least for one year now so uh, uh, for example the in this tournament uh, no maybe not this one because it was uh, another one but the mega bash that uh, I spoke about uh, earlier I think that. Uh, there were 72 slots, and that they were filled in something like not even 15 minutes. Uh, and it was really frustrating uh, for people that did not manage to have there. But uh, there, there are a lot of people now uh, that want to, to play and participate in tournaments
2: yes after so much restriction uh, people just want to play and i think that we won't <laughs> be concerned uh by uh, you know meta game because first the let's be honest the the meta of the v2 is becoming really stale for a while now and then uh, until you know you the v3 will be released and uh, we will have to figure out how this version will be what wo- we working mm.
0: So the question from the chat, and, and um, by the way, if anyone has any questions before we kind of wrap this up, please jump in the comments. And um, and, and, if, and if you're watching this on replay, go check out the squig Herd um, on YouTube. And if you have questions, you want to kind of learn more about them, go check them out, go write some comments and ask questions. But a question that's come up from the chat, and I'm not going to even try to pronounce that because I <coughs> will butcher that. Um, I
1: will do it for Le Royaume de Kea. Say it so, again. Les royaumes de Kiel. Les royaumes Wyom- de Kiel. Yes, no. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Yes, that's fine. <laughs> Very well. I, I don't think I need to answer that because obviously not. I think that now I have close to four of six K of full squig, so I will never, never, never let them uh, apart. I can't. It's the channel name. <laughs> I'm actu- I'm actually
0: building the Gobba Palooza just um as we oh. just be- just before we recorded I've been building my Gobba Palooza and I'm going to go paint it. So I'm on the goblin side. I'm all You should it. be painting squiggard. I've I've Not- got like I've got I've got a whole cupboard full of squigs. Okay. I've got two okay. I've got two colossal squigs and I've got a squig Gobba.
1: I've I've oh, got okay. If you have two a colossal squ- squigs it's okay. I have two.
0: Do you I have a green, green right, one? I call them my brothers of destruction. I have a red one and I have a
1: blue one. You need Um, to have a green one with glasses. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. If there's no more
0: questions, I'm going to ask you both one final question. Then we're going to kind of bring this home. Um, So how would you finally describe France or if you're going to get me to come over and play, or if you want me to come learn more about your community, um, What's your closing thoughts? Talk to me about the French community. Bring it home. Tell me about how awesome it is. Tell me why I want to come over and how many baguettes you're going to give me uh, for breakfast.
1: I can provide you as many baguettes as you want, first of all.
0: All right. right, Sam's going to take us home and then Clem's going to bring it and wrap it up. Sam, elevator pitch me, the French community, why it's the best and why I should come over to your next event.
1: So I think that, uh, first of all, the French community is really, really, really active. Uh, Do not hesitate to take contact with clubs uh, that are growing and organizing. So these times are a bit particular, but are organizing a lot of things. For example, in Paris now, uh, we will have one place to play uh, every evening from here. Hear it. Around 7 PM to 6 AM. It's nice all you can play, all the nights, every night of the week and during the weekend. Uh, so that's really cool. We have a really inclusive community. Uh, in fact, that if you are a new player and that you want to go to a tournament and things like that, you will be uh, really welcome. And uh, for example, uh, people are really accessible. Yes, I, I mean that if you need some uh, some things to complete your army and things like that, do not hesitate to ask people to give you <laughs> 2K of squeaks or things like that. So, Sam, so. Sam,
0: Sam can I have your
1: uh, green colossal squeak with, with glasses? Oh, if you come. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> so, no, that that's a really nice and really, really active community. And uh, that's all for me. All right.
0: Clem. Clem what's your what's your uh what's your version
2: yes i agree with you. some people are willing to give advice to new players in optimization of bills and like you like like we saw we eat very well at french event so you can come just to eat if you want it's a possibility <laughs> but uh, honestly uh, we also have beautiful armies um, we have a lot of competitive players that also work very hard on the armies, some conversion works, mm-hmm. especially in the Destruction Alliance. I don't know if, if it's a trend all in France, but the best painters are often Destruction players.
1: They are pure uh, fanatics. Mm.
2: <laughs> and I will give you one last tip. If you come in France to an event to win, I like, uh, I have a view advice, you, to look what lists are, play, are played in the past event because I'm positive that you will face it again at this event because I, as we said before, template lists are really important in France.
0: Yeah, I've, ne- I've never I've never really heard of these template lists. I know of internet lists, but I've never really heard of clubs running but- the same types of lists um, at the same
2: event. It's like you know, it's almost like neck but it's not on the web. <laughs> yeah, that's no, interesting, and it, it's
0: it, I guess kind of reinforces the importance of community and how you guys, mm-hmm. as a club, come together. But um, I'd be remiss if I didn't say merci beaucoup. Uh, thank oh, you I for am. thank you thank you for sharing that. And um, uh, before I say au revoir, uh, au revoir, um, Perfect. this is. <laughs> No, it's not it's terrible it is
2: yeah. it
0: is oh it's very good maybe teach me maybe can can you teach me one final thing um and then we'll we'll uh, i'll say thank you and we'll end the stream but get me to say something i don't know to the to the guests that won't get me banned on youtube what what can you teach me
1: but
2: uh, you say in uh, french? Uh, yeah in french obviously in french I will, not in, not, me, not most- in german <laughs> uh, I, I will uh, I will learn you the most important sentence you have to know in France. It's the translation of please play scaven." So if you can say <laughs> to people scaven, it will be very good. That's jouer
0: Skaven Jouer, jouer, jouer. Skaven Exactly <laughs> you, got Perfect. Jouer you got it Jouer Skaven Jouer Skaven You got it <laughs> So what did I just say? Play Skaven.
1: Yes, yes, that's a Skaven fanatic. So he will speak no, about not. Skaven play Skaven things all the time, all night and day long. So he's more than happy that uh, an English English speaking uh, YouTubers say to everybody, uh, play Skaven. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go to work. I'm going to go
0: to a club and there'll be like some remix with some um, some electro beats with my Schweizgaven. <laughs> my... <Jois-gabin>. Schweizgaven. <Jois-gabin. laughs> oh, jois-gabin. uh, Monsieur uh au revoir. Um, this has been a lot of fun. I hope you've all enjoyed listening in and learning more a bit about the French community. Um, It sounds like you've got a great community if people have the opportunity to go to France, Paris, to one of the regions, um, obviously have a holiday, but also play. uh, Yeah, clip that. I know someone is going to clip that and um, uh, who knows? If you do tag me, uh, it'll be a lot of fun. uh, (laughs) I would love to come back to to, to France.
2: Um,
0: and that's being completely honest I had an absolute ball Uh, I only got to spend time in in Paris I didn't actually get outside of Paris I spent about a week in Paris but it was just an absolute ball Um, I had Mm. so much fun um, and I'd love to come back but Sam Clem thank you so much for your time if you want to hear more from Sam um, go check out the Squeak Herd um, really cool YouTube
2: channel and if you want
0: to talk more to Clem Clem where can I find you
2: uh, you can find me also as quick Game, but if you want to face me, IRL, you can um, join the US World Solo Event because I will be one of the ref Your ref? Yes. Amazing. Scaven so
1: cool. ref. That's a bit possible. Scaven
0: ref. He's gonna. He's gonna be sneaky.
2: He's gonna Give be him
1: sneaky. some cheese, and he will be next nice with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the common thing between the French people and the Skaven, you know.
0: There you go, <laughs> guys. You, you heard, you heard it here first. Go to the world's tournament. Bring some cheese. Give it to Clem, and um, you'll get the best draw. But Sam, Clem, thank you both for your time. Um, I'll see you. I'll see you both in AOS three, and uh, who knows what that's going to bring to us.
1: Exactly. Thanks. I'm a nice.
0: Bye bye. Bye. I hope you found that discussion valuable. If you did, give the video the old thumbs up. And if you have a comment or an insight, leave it in the comment section below. The champions over here are my AOS Coach Patreons and YouTube members. So you guys are bloody legends. Thank you for all the support. If you want to know more about the support programs, the links are below down here in the episode description, along with the link to the Discord server so we can continue this conversation. Until next time, don't forget to name your characters and have a good one.